Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Best List. And today we are focusing all of our attention on starting off our top 50 games right now. We're going to be looking at number 50 through 31. So thanks for joining us for episode number 20. All right, Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean with his boxing gloves on. You know why you're wearing boxing gloves? No. Because we're about to duel our top 50 list. It's not a duel. It's just a friendly sharing of our top 50 What happened to you? I thought that you had the greatest list that everyone had to do. Well, that's why it's not a duel, because I have the greatest list. Oh, it's not even even a competition. It's not a challenge. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's not a duel at all, actually. I'm just completely joking. I am really excited to see or to hear your top 50 to 31. Yeah, me too. We've been talking about this, not to you all, but talking to ourselves about this for months now, and really... This is a challenge. Oh, Doing my these goodness. lists is a challenge, especially top 50. Top 100 would have been tough, but this is especially tough because there's a lot of good games that I left off my list. Same for me, and even in this moment, I still wrestle with some. Like, oh, should that have made it? Should that have not made it? And so I know Dean and I have talked about this. For us, this top 50 list is right now, what are the 50 games that we want to play most? Yeah, yeah right? that's, that's exactly right. Because, you know, we could have done, you know, this is our top 50 of all time, but I think there's some things that you have to factor in uh, into that. You know, like how many times you've played a game and, you know, if this was on your, you know, your your top game for three years and then, you know, it dropped, you know, that game may have dropped off this list because this is, at this very moment, what are the 50 games that we want to play the most? I think it's probably the best way to describe it. I agree 100%. And I think the difficulty for me in this is when you're dealing with this many games, there's some on here I just haven't played in a while. And yep. you know, you go back to a game you haven't played in a while, and sometimes you go, hmm, that wasn't really as good as I remember. Or sometimes you go, I forgot how amazing that game is. Yeah. And I'm just, there's some games I really wanted to get some more plays in before I ranked them, and I didn't get them another play in, you know? So, you know, this is supposed to, as we always say, be fun. Yep. So <laughs> that's exactly right. We we do want to no hear boxing your, gloves for real. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna challenge us in our top fifty, our rule is that you also have to post your top fifty. That's right. That? That, Go that's, to the board game geek guild. Yep, you have to post your top fifty. And our other rule is have fun and be nice. Yep. Challenge. I mean, we have a great time, and you can hose us all day long. But just have fun. That's what we want to do. All right, let's just jump right into it. Oh, yeah. Who wants to start? Me? I felt like the Kool-Aid man right then. The guy. What is oh, the Kool-Aid yeah. man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Kool-Aid man, I'm going to kick this off. How about that? I will Go do for it. my number 50. My number 50 is a Michael Kiesling game with art by Felipe Guerin and Chris Williams, published by Next Move Games. That is one of your favorites, Azul. Azul. Yes. Azul, abstract game, just drawing tiles, uh, drafting tiles, and putting them onto your board. I really enjoy this game. It's fun. It's one of the only abstract games on my list, and I just, this is this is my favorite, or, or one of my favorite abstract games for sure. Yeah, and by the way, he was being sarcastic, but I still like Azul. It's just, it's not top 50 for me, but it's a solid game. Yeah. You mean do my number 50? Let's, Let's keep it. it rolling. So, number 50 is the only Roll and Write game on my list. I am not the biggest fan of a lot of the role and rights that I've played. I don't, I don't take away the genre cause it doesn't, if it's a great game, it's a great game. But for the ones that I've played, um, there's only one that makes my top 50 list. It is a wolf game, wolf gang, Warsh game that I've played a ton, actually not roll and write on my phone digitally. <laughs> and that is gone. Sean clever. Are you kidding me? That is it. Is That's worst. pretty clever. <laughs> That is, it is a great game, man. I like, because the reason I put on this list was I was like, I've played this game so many times. Yeah. To try to get the elusive 300 score, which still <laughs> eludes me. But I like it, man. I like rolling them dice. I, I, the combo action is what it's all about. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get those combos, and, and when they go off, it's just, it's, there's a really satisfying feeling. So, barely made the list, but it did. Top 50, rolling right. Gone, Sean, Clever. You don't like it that much. No, huh? no, no, no. I was kidding. It's, it's a cool game. It's a, it's a good solo game, too, which, 
might be one of the only solo games on. That's also thank you for saying another reason it's on my list. I forgot to mention. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you just uh, help me out there. Thanks for that assist, bro. And it's not just solo, but that's that's typically the way I've played it. That is actually the only way I've played it. So. All right, uh, my number 49 is an Incas and Marcus Brand game. Art by Dennis Lohausen and Egert Spiel is the publisher for this one. One of my wife and I's favorite game, that is Village. Oh, yeah. Great. Uh, it is worker placement. It does have some worker placement, but also has a little cube displacement to take actions kind of thing going on. And I I really like the theme, like that old medieval village, you know, throwing the, the in and the in expansion with the pub and all that that's i love it i love that that theme the theme's not strong but it's just a lot of fun i will make i will save all my comments for a later time (laughs) (laughs) oh i see what you did there yeah you see what i did there all right so number 49 for me is a carl chuddock game that is ruthless engine building innovation dean you've never played this one yet have you no, no, I have not. This was on our list. Uh, I was trying to think through. We we talked about playing this after after an episode one time, and we yeah. ran out of time. We so never still, got to. I, I don't know if it. you would like it or not. It is. I I actually really like this game. I mean, it barely made the top fifty, but it, that means hey, top fifty. That's solid. It's just a game I like to play when I'm just feeling like I want to build this engine, and I don't care about being ruthless. Yeah. If you have someone that doesn't like cutthroat games, they will hate innovation. I think mm. super cutthroat. Yeah, but I think it's it's fun. It's not too long of a game, so I like it. I want to check that one out at some point. I'd like to check it out. All right, my number forty-eight is uh, just one. This is just one. Whoa, already, game huh? Boom! This is a really really fun party game for me, and I've introduced it to several groups now, and they all love it. Sold some copies of this, I'm sure, from people that just. Like this dollar Attention, game, publishers. Attention. We sell we all kinds of... <laughs> <laughs> but this is by uh, Ludovic Rowdy and Bruno Sauter and the art Eric Ezeguiri and Repos Productions. It's just a fun game, and it's real easy to teach, and it's it's it can be challenging. Now, actually, the last game that we played, I think we got a... No, we didn't get 13. We got 11 on the last time we played, which I think is, is pretty good, and everyone loved it. A lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of uh, crazy screaming and all that good stuff. So you said, did you say this is just one party game? It might be my only party so game. So it on might the list. be your only party game. So that means you like just one at the moment better than code names? It's close. It's really close. Cool. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just I'm yeah. surprised. Code names is not on this list, but it would be around this area, so outside of the top 50. Yeah, I, Code Nades is not on my list, but I almost put it just to have a party game. So, spoiler alert, I don't have any party games on this <laughs> <Dude>. list. <laughs> so, a game that I do have that is extremely popular is a game on number... On. My number 48 game is a game by Mr. Matt Leacock, and that is Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pandemic is my favorite co-op game, so it had to make the list. Okay. How about you? All right. Um, or is, is that, that my something favorite that, co-op yeah, game? Yeah, just curious. We'll find out. Okay. We'll find out somewhere somewhere down the line, I think. Okay. Um, it's a great. <laughs> actually, I'm just trying to think of the co-op games that I have my on my list, and I don't I don't have many, if any, on my list. I think this is the only one that I have. I have another game that's semi-co-op on my list, but I unless I'm just forgetting my list and what's on there, I believe this is the only co-op game. Okay. No, uh, I do have more. Sorry, yeah, I just it's I a good game. It's a classic for a reason. Yeah. I like Pandemic. All right, my number 47 is one that I've not actually got many plays of. I only have one play, and it's been recent, but I see this game jumping up potentially even higher. That's Yokohama. This is uh, Mm. Hisashi Hayashi, um, who also did the art, and then it's by TMG here in the U.S. And Yokohama, you are uh, kind of ish like Istanbul where you're moving dudes around on the map and and taking the actions and and trying to gather resources to fill orders and do things like that it's a pretty simple game when you look at it there's a lot going on but I just I like I like how quick the turns are and I like how thinky it is but you can move quickly in the game it's it plays it, I think it plays pretty quickly for what the game is so Yep, I will talk about that uh, later on, I believe. Oh, we might have some, a little <laughs> so overlap. We got on our some list overlap too. on this list, huh? <laughs> My number 47 is a game that I really wrestled with whether I should put it on here or not. And it's not that it's not a good game, it's that it's a brand new game. And I really hesitate on putting brand new games on here. But I kept asking myself, 
what do I really want to play? And y'all, Pipeline made it. Yeah. Ryan Courtney, fantastic job, man. Like, I, I am a absolute sucker for a good engine builder. It's an engine builder. It's got the puzzly nature with the pipes. And honestly, you know, I, I think it's good. And I could see this rising. I could see it teetering around 50. I, I don't know. I don't see it falling like a tremendous amount because it's fun, man. That's a good game. Yeah, Pipeline is a ton of fun. It's Again, a good game. It, Pipeline is a top 100 game for me for sure, but just not quite good enough to make this list. But, man, it is a – it's – a lot, a lot of fun. Yep. All right, my number 46 is one we actually talked about in the not-too-distant past, and that is Raiders of the North Sea. This is by mm. Shem Phillips, and the art is by Mihailo Dmitrievsky, and this is Garpil and Renegade Games. Woo, a lot of fun. A lot of fun just working It's placement. a great game. Place worker, remove a worker. We talked about it a lot in a couple episodes ago, so I'm not going to... Go into a whole lot, but it's it's a lot of fun. Maybe not quite as fun as another ah. Viking game that I have on my list higher. Yeah, but it's it's also a really good game for um, people that are newer to the hobby, I think. It's a pretty simple. The base game is pretty simple to teach, so I like that about it as well. My number 46, is that where we're at, Dean? I think I yes. lost track a little bit. <laughs> is my first and not last Stefan Feld game on this list, and that is Notre Dame. Wow! Yeah, really? Okay. I play. I played it again with my wife the other night. Um, it barely made the list. It it did. Um, but you know, in order, Dom, you're you have a little engine that you're building by spreading your influence. You know, across these different areas of the city, and you have these you know cards that you're playing for actions, which I like, and you're drafting cards to a degree, which that can be kind of fun. Um, and I think it just all comes together as a fun, fairly quick game. Yeah. An hour-ish game. That's why I put it in there. Like It's just one of those ones that I can just say, you know what? Let's play a game that has a little bit of meat on the bone. Not a whole ton, yeah. but that I can play in an hour, and I feel fulfilled. And that Notre Dame is, is there. That's a fun game. I mean, not fun enough for me to keep my Thanks collection, for trading me. apparently, but but I still really like it. What did we trade? Oh, Tiny Towns. Tiny Towns, which for me, are they're probably rated around the same, I yeah. think, but... I like Tiny Towns, too. I will get more plays of Tiny Town, is my thinking. And I'll get more plays of Notre Dame. So it sounds like a perfect trade to me. Fun Fun game. All right, my number 45 is where we're at right now, is maybe my only war game. Really? (laughs) I don't have, actually, it is a war game. but Risk, yes. (laughs) Uh, I do like Risk. No, this is Richard Borg. Art is Cyril uh, Dajin. And this is the Days of Wonder game, Memoir 44, which mm, I don't think you... Never have played. You've not played yet. I could also put... I guess I probably could put Battlelore here, too, but I have I like Memoir 44 better myself. Um, Memoir 44 is a simple war game for just two players, unless you add in the Overlord, and then you can play up to eight, which I think the idea is really cool. I just haven't played with the Overlord yet. I think that would actually probably rocket this up the list if I do play with that. But I really like Memoir 44. I think it's just a fun game. And, you know, it's not always the most balanced in the, you know, in the ones that I've played. But I think that's fine because war is not always balanced. So, anyway, I think you'll like this game. I think you should give us a philosophical talk about war. Okay. We'll not do that, but I will throw it over to you for your number 45. (laughs) How about that? So, number 45 is a game by Mr. Michael Kiesling that is better than Azul. (laughs) Uh, It's a game that I have not played very much, uh, so yet another one that I wrestled with. But when I played it, it was very, very, very good, and I need to buy it. And that is Heaven and Ale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Heaven and Ale is a good game, man. I mean, it's honestly, it's kind of difficult to talk about, isn't it? I mean, you're going around a rondelle... You know, and you're picking up tiles and putting it onto your player mat, and those tiles are activating other tiles depending on how you set them up and all that. But man, it's a thinky game. Yep. I mean, it's not like it's not overly, but like I remember sitting there going, "Oh man, I got to figure out. I got to get you race into the spots around the rondelle. You're trying to go. Okay, do I put this here? Do I need more money? Do I need to do this or that? And I just, I just, man, I really have enjoyed, enjoyed it. I need to get this and play it more. Yes, I quite enjoy it. And remember, in, when I was talking about village, that theme, Heaven and Ale, very much fits in the in this theme. That's uh, my next one. I need to trade for you. I just need to get Heaven and Ale. <laughs> oh, I love I love Heaven and Ale. It's just not my top fifty, but yeah. it's 
Yeah, I like it. I think some people won't like it just because it's it's a a slog. Is that the right word? I'm I didn't. For? I understand what you're saying. I didn't feel like it was. You I, just you do a lot of work, but don't necessarily get a lot of points, and that can be like our game. Really turned off by that. My game with you. I, See, you, this you proves don't get a lot of points. This proves that I tend to actually gravitate towards games I'm not good at. <laughs> Because figuring out how to be good at it is the fun for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so, like, I I, I want to play this a ton more so that I can become great at it. And the, the scoring is kind of weird. It is, but I like it. I like I it too. It's but unique. it's But I could. I get. I said that whenever you said some people might not like it. I think some people might really hate the way that the game is scored. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah, a lot of fun. All right, so that was your number 45. Yep. My number 44, I feel pretty confident, is probably not on your list. This is another Days of Wonder game, back-to-back Days of Wonder. This one is Felipe Cayarts, and the art is by Miguel Coimbra and Cyril Daljean, who Daljean, who also did art for Memoir 44. That is Small World. Probably not on oh, your list, Oh, no, is it? no, it's not on my list. I love Small I like World. Small World, though. It's a lot of fun. I, this is one that my wife and I... We would. This was our go-to for a while. We still pulled out um, a decent amount, and I have, I think, everything for Small World. I really, I have a lot, a lot of Small World stuff. That might make it go up on my list. I've only played the base game, maybe one expansion or something ever of Small World. Yeah. So yeah, I think the small expansions, and they kind of changed up how they did that. I think the small expansions are worth it, unless you get a lot of plays in. I don't know if you need Underground or any of the other, you know. Uh, yeah. variable maps or anything like that but it's still it's a lot of fun but it's it's risk-esque in that you are sure. putting dudes out there but they have special powers which I think is really cool and it's quicker and I think better than risk but I'll tell you what in, in Tennessee talk when I first got that game I played the duty out of it oh boy <laughs> I did I've played it's a family it all friendly show John. the time <laughs> hey if there's people that are families they probably know a lot about duty <laughs> Especially with young children. And I'm going to stop right there because that talk just stinks. Oh, boy. Yes, sir. Hey, what about your number 44? Number 44 is a game by a fella who will not, this will not be the last game on the list, Uwe Rosenberg. Oh, okay. I figured you might have some of his games on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, And this is a puzzly fun game, and that is Cottage Garden. I like, you haven't played Cottage Garden. I've played the app. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> it does count, actually. Because, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it, it does count. But I will say, I was first introduced to his puzzly games with Patchwork, which I really like. And Patchwork wasn't that far from making this list, actually. One of, a, a very high up there, probably top 10-ish two-player game for me. Um, but I just think Cottage Garden has a little bit more depth and it's a great game that you can play at two players for sure, but then expand. I like the puzzly nature of it. Um, I just think it's a fun game, man. I, I really got to get you to play that with me sometime. I would probably like it. I like those games. I mentioned this in a past episode. My issue is that a lot of those polyomino games are pretty similar. They are. And I don't know if I need to play all of them. You know, I, I enjoy Patchwork quite a bit. I think it's a lot of fun. I enjoy Baron, uh, Baron Park quite a bit. I've never played Baron Park. It's fun. I it's, think I would like it. Yeah, but but would you need both of those? I, I, guess, I feel you. Well, you know what? I remember back, I think it was our Christmas, and we said, what games do we wish to play? And one was Spring Meadow. To be frank, I just haven't felt that draw because I have played Indian Summer. I've played Cottage Garden. I've played Patchwork. Like, when I, when I heard it was coming out, I was yes. like, yeah, I want to play it. And then I just kind of, it got lost in the... It's going to be something fairly similar, probably. Maybe not. If it's not, go on the guild or go on Twitter and say, John, you got to try Spring Meadow because it's way better. I think what's Indian Summer? Is that the second one? Yeah. I've also played the app for that. I think I like Indian Summer better than Cottage Garden, at least really? based on the map. But I've only played the app I'm, for I'm Indian. sorry, the app. Not yeah, the I've app. only played the app of Indian Summer. Okay. So, and, and maybe I would like it better, but I don't know. I like the, I like it just being, I like it patchwork just kicked up a little bit. Um, and there's some things I like about the way it scores and stuff. So, yeah, it's a good game. All right, my number 43 is probably number one on John's list. This is a Bruno Cathala. Whoa, number one. It's John's a Bruno list. Cathala game, the art by Sale Bouquet. <laughs> oh, I know exactly a, what you're talking about. A blue orange game, King Domino. How did you guess? King Domino. And I, I would. I would probably just throw Queen Domino on there as well. I didn't, but to me, they're similar enough that I mean, they're you can play King Domino essentially with Queen Domino. Yep, but they're close enough. Much. 
And King Domino is just a simple tiling game where you are getting points for the crowns multiplied times how many of the squares you have in that region of that same type. That's it. That's the entire game. I just love the simplicity of it. It's, it's another one that's easy to teach. The scoring is not as easy to teach for somebody who doesn't know games really well, necessarily. Um, but, I, but I think it's really simple. I think it's pretty simple to yeah. teach. But, I mean, the scoring's weird, though, if you're not used to scoring things. I understand that. Way, that. Did that win the Spiel des Jars? I think so. Because, right. you know, for all my semi-negativity, and I'm not really that negative, compared to what got rated, uh, I mean, nominated on the Spiel des Jars this year, uh, I actually might like King Domino better than any of those games. Oh, well, yeah. just to be real. Well, me too. So I guess maybe I, I have, yeah. So maybe I have so, it rated higher than. So maybe one. I should. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, you want to move on to my number forty-three? That's where we're at, isn't it? Yep. All right, so this is a game that has been around since two thousand eight. It's a burned Brunhofer game. What is it, Dean? I have no idea. That's... Oh, you know what it is. Oh, uh, Stone Age. Congratulations. Yes. I was going to say something about, you know, winter and anniversary, how much <laughs> you talked about that anniversary edition of Stone Age that you got. Uh, number 43, it's one of my favorite uh, gateway games. I've talked about it here on the show. It's fun to chuck the dice, but they're all they're mitigated by how many, you know, um, worker guys that you're sending out there. I like having to feed my workers in the game. If you want a, a pretty simple worker placement game, uh, I, I, you know, that's a fun game. It's a fun game. It's number 43, Stone Age. Yep, I quite enjoy Stone Age as well, just not in my top 50. Yep. All right, my number 42 is a Jimmy Stegmeier, Alan Stone game, art by Jacques Davis, David Montgomery, and Beth Sobel. This is a Stonemeyer Games, probably, if I had to guess, is higher on John's list. That is Viticulture. I really enjoy Viticulture. Am I stealing your thunder by doing that? Is that no? I don't care. Is it? Am I, I for, no, no. I stopped for a second because I thought because I, I ignored that you said that Stegmeier designed it. I thought that you were going to say Wingspan, Wingspan. Oh, and okay. I was like, no way. It's Wingspan's this low on your on your list. I may have. That's why I was looking more at more than one Stonemeier game on my list. Potentially. <laughs> Spoiler: uh, Viticulture is simple worker placement. You're you're placing your workers out in different seasons, and you can steal actions. And the Grande worker allows you to take that action again. It's just fun. I, I enjoy the gathering resources. I mean, really. If you think about it, the game's not that different from Stone Age. It's just minus the dice, and you're filling these orders. I mean, like a lot of... I like the cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like Viticulture. How much do I like it? Is stick around. I'm guessing. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's right. What's your 42? <laughs> Number 42 is a game, another game that you haven't played, Dean. I think, according to BGG, it's the lowest rated game on BGG. I'm talking about rated, like rated. Not... Out of my top 50 list. Because okay, it's a 6.8. Like, did you like purposefully go to the... <laughs> I went down. I said, you know what? I'm just going to just buck the system. I don't care. I'm just going to go to the lowest one and I'm going to put it on my top 50. Uh, it's a Richard Breeze game that I really want you to play. And that's Key Harvest. Yeah. It's yeah. a fun game. Like, I mean, heaven and ale-ish. Um, there's, you're laying tiles on your country board or whatever. And certain tiles are... Uh, setting off other tiles, you're bidding on tiles, and you're everyone's got the little you know Richard Breeze behind the, gla- the behind the curtain. I almost said the glass curtain. I have no idea why, because if it was a glass curtain, you could totally see through it. What am I even talking about? But behind the curtain. I mean, if it's not clear glass, it could be. It, that's what I was thinking. A different kind of glass. Yes, that's what I was thinking. So stick with it. That's what I was thinking. Behind the curtain, uh, people don't know what resources you have, so you're bidding, and there's that tension of trying to remember what Dean got before, and you're like, oh no, I think that he has a green and a red, but I'm not sure, so I'm going to bid this, and it's a fun game. I, I think you would actually quite enjoy it, Dean. I don't know if it'd be a top 50 for you, but I think you would lo- you would like it. Yeah, I want to try more of his games because I just haven't played enough. But that's we'll have to get that to the table since you have that one for sure. All right, my number 41 game is very different from my number 42 in that it's, uh, I guess this is a war game in a sense, but it's very, like, in-your-face cutthroat kind of game. Oh, yeah. That is Kemet. Ah, and that is a Jacques Barrio and Gualam... Montage, and that is by Matigo Games. The art is by Dimitri um, Bielak, and Kemet is just one of those dudes on the map game that I like. I actually have Cyclades and Inish and have never gotten them to the table. 
I feel pretty confident that I'll like those a lot too. You never played either one of those? I have not. I thought that you've played Inish. I have not. Okay. I have it sitting on my shelf and it's been there for a while. I traded for it. But yeah, those, uh, Kemet is just a lot of fun. I really enjoy purchasing those those power tiles that give you boost and then you're trying to figure out the best way to i mean the best way to win the game but it's it's really based on getting those power tiles that give you monsters out on the map and they do cool things i just like games like that Kemet could rise higher if i played more of it i've played it a couple times but it's been a while since i've played this one too and so it's kind of left my memory a little bit but my memory is that i really like this this game i would love to play it but i've never played it yeah. So there you go. And by the way, you did not trade for Inish. I was with you whenever you purchased oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's from, right. That's right. I bought yeah. it for really cheap as well. Yeah, you got a good yes. deal on that bad boy. That's great. I was thinking about getting it, but I had gotten something else and didn't have the monies to get more or something else. <laughs> I actually got several somethings. Let's well, Kemet. I want those other two to potentially get up there too. There you go. You want those other two to get up there To potentially too. get on a list uh, like this. I, I think I would like them a lot anyway. My number 41 is a extremely popular game. In fact, it's ranked number 46 overall. It is an Antoine Bowser game. Dean, what is it? Seven Wonders. 100% right. Yes. Seven Wonders is the best... Mm, best pure card drafting game. And, and what I'm saying is, is card drafting not as a mechanic, but as the mechanic for the game, where you're literally... Pa- passing cards and picking cards, passing cards and picking cards. When I say the best, I mean my personal favorite for those. It's been around for a while. I, I would it. also agree with that. Yeah. Now, again, I like, so there's some other games that are higher that have card drafting in it, but it's just purely card drafting, fun, and it's quick, too. That's another cool thing about Seven Wonders. Now, sometimes I'm in for, a, I really want to play a three-hour long game. Sometimes I want to play half an hour. If I want to play half an hour, I can pull out Seven Wonders, and I feel like I really accomplish something yeah, you know I, I, there's right. a fulfillment in in a 30 minute game that you don't get with a lot of other quick games yeah i mean 30 minutes because you're all playing simultaneously if you have the app you can actually play the app in about five minutes dude i play takes, on board game arena and it's like a seven or eight minute game yeah, most of the time it takes no time it's it's fun to play games where turns are quick or everybody's simultaneously playing and that's exactly what this game is so i i agree seven wonders is a great game all right, my number 40 is one that I'm actually going to cheat and combine two games on this. I apologize okay. for that. All right. No need to apologize. No Wait, need. too late to apologize. <laughs> okay, so that is Dinosaur Island and Dulasaur Island. And I, I don't know if I would necessarily do this for all the games, but I had them rated so closely. These are fun games. A lot. A lot of fun. I really, really enjoy them. I do like Dinosaur Island a little bit better. But it's not, you know, not enough to, to bring it up in in this category. But that's uh, by Jonathan Gilmore and Brian Lewis. And Ian Moss does Dulasaur, Quanchai Morias, and Peter and Anthony Woken. Pandasaurus games. It's just fun. It's fun yeah. to build a dinosaur park in both, you know, in both games I think it's a lot of fun. If I want to play two players, I'll play Dulasaur. If I want to play the fuller account, obviously you'll have to play Dinosaur, but I won't. I won't often play Dinosaur Island at two players, not because it's not good. It's just you can get a faster, similar experience in Dulasaur. So sure, totally get it. that. Uh, Dinosaur was semi-close to making my list. I'll say this. Um, we are going to spend time in later episodes looking back. And one of my regrets thus far, if I can be frank, is that I said Dula- I like Dulasaur Island better than Dinosaur. And I just... Dulasaur Island, uh, though I think it's a fun game, it just got too redundant too repetitive too fast for me yeah. and i'm not going to go in a whole, thi- whole thing about it but i dinosaur island is a is a solid choice it's it's a challenge pretty- because for some of these and you'll see on my list too some of them the more you play the higher they go up on the list it's just you can't play them 10 times can't you know we can't always play games 10 times before we review them and so they might go higher but then on games like Duelist for john it, it went lower for me i still enjoy it yeah all right my number 40 is that where we're at we are at number 40. Yes, we are. Is a game by many names, and the one that it is most known by at the moment, I guess, is Steam Rails to Riches. Or it could be Martin Wallace's totally renamed train game. Or it could be just Steam. Uh, so Steam has been out since 2009, and they are reprinting it now. 
Yeah, they, they had the Kickstarter a while back. I should. I wrestled with kicking that so many times, and now I'm kicking myself for not kicking that. In Steam, you are putting out these railroad tracks on this hexagon board. And, but the really interesting thing about Steam is that it's a train game, but it's really puzzly in nature. Because the way that you place your tracks, you're scoring points by delivering goods to different cities. But if you use, for example, a section of Dean's track, Dean's going to get money for that. Or, so, or score points or whatever. So, uh, score points. Or whatever he chooses, but so you have to like really think about like I want to build this railroad here and here to deliver these goods. Yet, man, maybe I should just go here so that other people have to either build around my railroad or use my section and keep giving me points or helping me go up on the on the money track. And so I, it's a really fun, puzzly uh, railroad game. I I quite enjoy Steam, and I am sad I didn't kickstart it. If I get some plays of this, do you think it'll be in my top? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, it's like one of those that, you know, some games I go, Dean, you're going to love this. I know you're going to love it. In some games, I don't know if you'll love it. I think you would like it. You might love it. You might. I just don't know. I need to try this. You know, when, when you talk about it, it seems like that's probably not my style of game. But then sometimes I play games like that, and I'm really surprised at, at you know, the fact that it does make it higher up on my list or that I rate it higher. But anyway, I, I want to try it. All right, my number 39. Okay, I'm cheating again. I, I'm going to do this a couple times. I'm You're a cheater, Dean. I'm combining two games again because they're, again, pretty much the same game. People are going to yell at your radio after I just said that. But hold up a second. Let me say this, too. I have decided there are games on my list that there are two-player versions of or card game versions of. I have chosen to not do both. Okay. So will I'm you, with you. Will you mention cho- it? I will. Whenever I mention the game, I'll say I also really enjoy the two-player version of it or whatever. Okay. All right. So this is a game designed by Paul Denon. The art is by uh, uh, Ralph Beisner, Raul Ramos, and Nate Storm. This is a Renegade Games game. That is Clank, a deck building adventure, mm. or Clank in Space. Either one of these games I quite like. I... I know a lot of people like Clank and Space better, and I get it because I really like Clank and Space. The theme of Clank does it more for me, even though I think the gameplay is probably better in Clank and Space. So anyway, I'm, I'm just going to combine them both because I really, really enjoy them. But this is a deck builder game where it's not just pure deck builder, but you are building up a deck and you are moving your your little meeple across the board to take a treasure and get off the uh, to get out of there that's that's really what it is and it's just it's just fun and I think it's neat how like when the the monster comes out and attacks you based on the cubes that you have in the bag I think that like you're the reason why it's called clank is because you're making noise and you have your cubes that go into the, the bag to represent the clank or the noise that you're making and so then when the monster or the dragon comes out you have a higher chance if you have more clank in the bag of getting attacked. And I think that's, it's just a cool, it's a cool game. It's fun to, to play a game like this where you're not just building a deck, but you're actually doing something else. There You've you, not played these, is that right? I have not, and I would love to, actually. Okay, we'll get them. I hear we'll a lot them. of positivity. Yep. Yep, I've heard a lot of positivity. Did you get that one? Because you said just, clank and the noise. Are you, I need to look at your computer. Are you on a, a dad joke website right now? Because they're... <laughs> Man. They are flowing out of you right now. Can I tell you something? It's just all natural. You know how you like to say nat- naturally? Naturally. I'm just going to say naturally. I'm a, I have dad jokes. Yeah. And your kids, I bet, are so proud of you. They love me. And they love my jokes. Especially my wife, who listens to this podcast. She loves my dad jokes. All right. Speaking of dad jokes. You're number 39. Is that where you're going? This has nothing to do with the dad joke, okay. actually. Uh, this is a game that is a very, very popular game. Been out since 2000. I will make this uh, caveat that I am picking this game based on not just the base game, but the expansions. And so I'm going to make... There's a couple, three? I've got several like that. I've got several on my list that would not make my top 50 of just personal games that I want to play unless they had expansions, but with the expansions, they actually turn into... uh, (laughs) For me, I prefer them. Let me say that. I don't want to try not to sound like narcissistic or whatever. Like, not for a game that I, I enjoy thoroughly. And this is Carcassonne. 
Uh, I really like Carcassonne, especially when you start throwing in some expansions and stuff like that. It is a great gateway game, the base game is, but when you add those expansions, it can get a little bit more thinky, and yeah. I like it. And even a little cutthroat in there, too. Oh, it's cutthroat. Yeah, I, I mean, it, about it. in general, regular Carcassonne can be, but with some of those expansions, mm-hmm. can, can really add some cutthroatiness. Yep, cut, that's a word. <laughs> that's a true word. <laughs> Trademark. There you go. All right. My number 38 you have not played, and I feel pretty confident that you might not like it. The problem with this game, let me, uh, it's Cosmic Encounter. This You're is, not selling me on it all. <laughs> you won't like it, and the problem with this game is. <laughs> Cosmic Encounter, uh, Bill Eberly, Jack Kittredge, Bill Norton, Peter Olatka, and Kevin Wilson. It's a lot of people. This was designed way back in the day, 70s, I think. Yep. And this is uh, Andrew Navarro by FFG Games right now. And Cosmic Encounter, you are trying to... Uh, it's kind of a weird game to explain, but you, you all start off with these different characters, and your character, characters are not balanced at all. They're just not. You have some that are super, super strong. What you are trying to do is you are uh, drawing a card that will tell you which planet or which you know person that you're going to attack. You're going to attack them, and then you're going to ask people to join in on your side. So it's a really... It's a really social game. There's a lot of talking in this game, a lot of negotiating, uh, pandering even. You know, like, it's just it's just a really, really fun game. It's hard to find people to play this. And, in fact, I only get to play this at cons because none of my friends really like this game. I want to play this game. Okay. I actually was at a store a month or so ago and thought, really thought about buying it. Really? I might not like it. I've got a bunch of stuff for but it. I've just, play this, I've just, but I've just been wanting to play for a while, and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll just buy it. And then I thought, I don't know if my wife's going to like this game. It's and like, I mean, a lot of games are like that. You need to play with the right people. You know, in these social games especially, I think you really need to have the right people. Otherwise, it's going to ruin the experience. I think that we should make a night of it. Yep. It will be out of this world. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, what is your number 38? All I right. just, I've decided not to... I'm just not going to like draw attention to those. The best parts are the looks on his face that you can't see. All right, so my number 38 is ranked 89 overall on Board Game Geek. It's been out not too long since 2018 and it is by Shim Phillips. It is a game that we have yes, we did a podcast on this. Architects of the West Kingdom. In Architects of the West Kingdom, you are just doing some worker placement, and you are building buildings, helping build a cathedral, and you have this really neat virtue track where you can become evil and get bonuses for being evil but lose victory points at the end, or you can be very righteous and, um, yeah, score a ton of victory, I mean, a decent amount of victory points potentially by the end, and get bonuses for being good. So uh, I think it's just a fun game. I like the way that you place the workers um, into groups, and as you put more workers there, it's kind of like building an engine, right? As you place more workers, you're getting more, you're getting um, more resources or whatever. It's bettering that spot that you're placing them down. But then Dean can get like, oh, I don't like what John's doing, so I'm going to wrangle him up. And so you have that tension the entire game of play, putting these workers down, but then yeah, people roping them and sending them to jail, and it's fun. Architects is a lot of fun. Not not on my list, but it is. It's a lot of fun. Another one that I mean, it's not been that long since we play it, but I just I have fond memories of playing this game, and the theme really does seem to shine in this game. Sure enough, does just like Raiders, I think. All right. Um, speaking of Raiders and Vikings, my number thirty-seven is a great game that John poo pooed on, and that is <laughs> no, you really didn't. It's Champions of Midgard. I didn't poop. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So Champions of Midgard, it's Ole Steinus, Victor Perez uh, did the did the art and Gray Fox games. I'm going to make the caveat with this one, just like you did earlier, that it, this is with all the expansions. It's yeah. not on the list with just the base game. I think you need to have everything. Uh, Valhalla really adds that cool mechanic whenever you go into battle and you whiff, that yeah. you can still get something for those dice that, that die in battle. And I think that's I think that's really cool. And it's, it's just a really fun dice-chucking game. I enjoy it. Champions of Midgard. Sweet. My, I don't know what we're on now, Dean. Oh, what do want? <laughs> you, you don't have them numbered like on your. On I your do, sheet? but I'll have it pull, pulled up on Board Game Geek. I've got them now. 37. Number thirty-seven. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> ah, you, yeah. So this is a game that I did uh, earlier this, or we did earlier this year on our podcast. Our top 
like mini games, like fit games in your pocket. And I actually put innovation above this game, and now I stand corrected by myself. Uh, now, this is a game that the more I've played, the more I like, and it's my favorite little mini game in a box, and that is an Alexander Pfister game, Oh My Goods. Oh my, oh my goodness. goodness. That's high. I know it's really high, but I oh <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Stop stealing my dad jokes, bro. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's very, very fun, quick engine builder in your pocket. That's why I like it. That's why it's ranked that high. Drop mic. That's it? That's all you got? Well, that's it, man. I mean, I okay. like I love I love engine building games, and it's you know a 30-minute engine building game that I can th- put in my pocket and play anywhere else. That's why it's that high. Okay. There's not a lot of those. Yeah, I, I really And that's it. why that's why it's up there. That's why I've you know rated it so high. That's I like why it. you raise your fister in the air. That's you- right. That's why. <laughs> and that is oh my goods. All right, my number 36 is a game that I did not think that I was going to like, but I ended up quite loving. That is Australia. All right, it made your list. By Mark Wallace (laughs) and art by James Colmer. It's a stronghold games in the U.S. And Australia, you are farming slash killing Cthulhu. (laughs) You're building rail? No, you're building rails. (laughs) That's a good Yeah, I mean, you're doing all like... Yeah, building rails and farming and then killing Cthulhu. Like, it's awesome. It's, <laughs> the theme is fantastic. The gameplay is a lot of fun because it's very Euro-y, but then the killing Cthulhu part adds theme in there, and you have to think about how you're going to build everything up and also build up your defenses so that you don't get taken out. I mentioned that I don't have many cooperative games on my list, but this is a, a semi-cooperative game. It's more yeah. competitive than anything, but there is that element of cooperation to make sure that you don't have somebody that loses their farm so it's it's fun i enjoy australia even if you don't like the theme if i think people should give this one a try because the theme did not grab me but once i played it i was i was hooked i thought it was a lot of fun yeah um that's that was it's been my surprise of the year almost really like it it was just one of those that wasn't much on my radar the only reason it's on my radar pretty much is because martin wallace designed it then I did hear some people say some good things, and then I, I played it, and I went, wow, this is a good game. This is yeah. fun. Pretty good. All yeah. right. So my next game, which I will look up, is number 36. See, Dean? I can do that, too. <laughs> I hope that this game flies away with the Kenner Spiel, and that is Wingspan. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said I was not going to, going to acknowledge your dad's <laughs> Oh, you know, this is a game that was borderline my top 50, and then Dean and I played it again the other day, and I said, this is a really good game. It's a fun game. It's a game that I, you know, I look and see that it's ranked 43 overall, and I remember thinking, man, really? Has it just gotten on the hype train? But I've rated it 36 or whatever myself, so I don't think it's just hype. I think it's... I'm by any stretch, I think Wingspan is a really great game, and Elizabeth Hargrave did a fantastic job with it. Yeah, I'm not going to be talking about Wingspan today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be pretty high up there for you. There. Maybe uh, it's going to be pretty high up there. You see? We'll, we'll see. You see that? Oh yeah, I, I, mm. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, 35, probably higher on John's list. Maybe this is a Stefan Feld game. I think my first Stefan Feld game of of this Spoiler episode. alert. Michael Menzel art, which is great, and it's a stronghold game. I'm doing back-to-back stronghold games. Games, Forum Trajanum, yay, or Trajan Forum. If you've heard past episodes of me talking about this, Forum Trajanum Tra- is Trajan Trajan Forum. <laughs> that was amazing. It is Point Salad Stefan Feld at his finest. I really, really enjoy Forum Trajanum. <laughs> <laughs> so I just cackled. I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. That was not if on you, purpose. If, if the radio people, if Meeple Town knew how much Dean and I have referenced his inability, I'm cracking up. His oh, inability boy. to say Forum Trajanum. I feel like. And for him to have the opportunity. I'm sorry. Like my voice is cracking. For him to have the opportunity to redeem himself. <laughs> All right, I'm taking this game off of my top 50 list. It's gone. It's gone out of my top 100 because I never want to say this name, the name of this game again. It's, it's every time. Every time. Forum Trejanum by Stefan Feld. That is my number 
35. That's all I'm going to say. I'm done. That means John, once he gets done... Dude, I just want to thank you for making my day. I'm sweating everywhere right now. (laughs) All right. John's number 35. I don't know why I decided to wipe my mouth. (laughs) And wipe my eyes. Can't stop giggling. I think think just water's coming out of all kinds of things. Okay, my number 35 is a game that Dean has mentioned earlier. Which means I like it better than Dean. An Inca brand and Marcus brand game... And it is not one that my wife and I enjoy together because she doesn't like it. And that's Village. It's a great cube pushing or grabbing game. I love the decisions that you're making. I love how, I mean, maybe it's, I don't hope it's not more, but I love, but I do love how the people die in the game. I mean, I like the decisions that you have to make because of that. I don't like that they had to die. But I like the decisions that you have to make based on where they're at in the cathedral or in the different places or out traveling because oh this person is going to probably die next turn uh, i just it's a fun classic euro style game great game 35 village excellent all right my number 34 i'm real nervous to talk about any games now because i don't want to mispronounce them and i just happen to put <laughs> if you mispronounce another game i won't bust out <laughs> like that it's, there's, a, it's, there's a good chance that i'm going to do it on this one die tavernen im tiefental which is uh i think if i remember right the tavern of Deep Valley, and this is a Wolfgang, uh, Wolfgang Warsh game. Same art as what John just mentioned in Village, but this is uh, Dennis Lohausen. And this is by Schmidt Spiel, because you can only get it in Germany right now, I think, but it's coming to North Star Games later, maybe even in the summer. Sometime later in the year, it's going to be coming from from North Star Game. This is a really fun game. Yes, and it I is. like it so much because it combines several different aspects. It, it, it involves um, uh, deck building. You have dice drafting in this one, and then you're placing those dice to take different actions. So there's lots of stuff going on. But what really makes this game shine is that it has these modules. You start off just playing the base game, which is perfectly fine. I really enjoy it. But once you add those modules in, it really really adds a lot to this game and I like this one a lot I feel pretty confident that this one's going to rise up on the list because I haven't played all the modules yet and I just haven't played it enough I know that it's going to be you know I know that it's it's here I like it a lot but I can see this one rising as I play more modules all right so my next game is number 34 as Dean mentioned I have to keep looking back sorry Dean Um, and this has been on Dean's list already I just love it more I like it more Hishashi Hayashi Yokohama. Yeah. And um, honestly, I haven't played this a whole ton either. I could see this uh, potentially rising. This is pretty high, though. I mean, I guess I'm saying this is oh, yeah. what, 34 overall. So maybe it won't. Maybe it wouldn't raise any higher. But still, it is a fun. It is my favorite pickup and deliver game, hands down. And Dean's already talked about it. Love it. It's fun. Oh, okay. All right. It just made me think. Every time you mention this is my favorite this type of game, I'm like scrolling through my list to yeah. see, like, is that also my favorite pick up and deliver i don't know we'll have to see as time i don't think it is your favorite but i think it could be if you played it more yeah yeah i'll have to possibly uh, we'll we'll get there at some point all right my number 33 is uh rudiger dorn game the artist by andreas reich oh yeah hans george schneider is the artist and published in the u.s by aeg i think this is a pegaspiel game yeah pegasus spiel game this is a perfect segue to istanbul (laughs) yeah That's why I said, oh yeah, perfect segue. (laughs) All right, so Istanbul, with the expansions, I make that caveat because I think the base game is a lot of fun, but it gets stale when you add in the the expansions. I think it adds quite a bit. Uh, We've talked about this in a past episode. This is a lot of fun. I really recommend if you have not played this one, it's a classic for a reason. This is a really, really fun game. You can also pick up the app for this, which I think is really well done. It only has the base game, but if you've not played it, I recommend at least picking up the app to see if this is your style game and then kind of going from there. But it's, um, like I said, it's a classic for a reason. I enjoy it. Yep, didn't make my list, but it's a very good game. Yep. No complaints there. Well, my number 33, man, almost back-to-back, Dean. Almost the same number. Die Tavernum M... Tavernum M... I would laugh loudly into my microphone right now, but I'm much kinder than that. Oh, no. You know, do what? (laughs) Do you need some help on this one? Oh, I would love it. I, I don't mind. I don't even know if I'm right. Die, die Tavern in, in, in Tiefenthal. All right. So so I would. I just want to say that I echo all of Dean's thoughts about this game. Um, I haven't played all the modules either, but what I've played, I've 
I mean, I've almost been blown away. I think it's a great game. It, and because of what he said, the, the dice drafting, the hand management, um, just all the pieces to, you know, drafting the, not drafting the cards, but uh, deck building. And it just all comes together. It's just one of those games where it has a lot of me- mechanics, if I could speak, that I really like. And they all come together. Really fun game. I could see this going up higher even, like Dean said. I just haven't got a chance to play it a whole ton. Yeah, it is. It, you know, I didn't. I didn't mention this, but I think it's a pretty, um, pretty easy game to teach. There's, you know, a decent amount going on, but the the I think you know, so. the base game mechanics I think are are simple but a lot of fun. All right, my number thirty two game is Shadows Over Camelot. I'm cool. starting to to get into some maybe some heavier thematic games right now. This is one that John Tennessee and I, Game Days, baby. That's right. John and I got to play this at Tennessee Game Days. This is by Bruno Cathala, Sergei Legay, and then the art is by Cyril Dijon and Julian Devil. And uh, Duval, sorry. And this is a Days of Wonder game, another Days of Wonder game for me. This is a cooperative game with a twist in that you have one person who might not be a very good person. They might be trying to betray everybody. And so you live in constant fear of the catapults uh, or the, the, the monsters coming in to take over your castle. So you're, you know, or catapults coming in to destroy your castle. All these things that are bad that are happening. But then you might have somebody who is also trying to sabotage everything, which makes this game just so much fun. Just the intensity and like the fear factor of this game, I think, is a lot of fun. Yeah, with the right group of people, it's a really fun game. Yeah, that's exactly right. If you don't have the right group of people, this is not going to be a good game. I mean, I just still will never forget how we thought that one guy was uh, the traitor the entire game. He did and he so wasn't right. He did all everything. It good. was his demeanor. It was. I really like that guy. I want to play more games with him. <laughs> He was an awful person. I loved him. <laughs> no, he wasn't an awful person. He was a lot No, because then he came and played Heaven and Ale with us, and that That's was right. really fun. We really enjoyed playing that game with him, but I felt bad. I didn't. I don't feel bad at all. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I would tell him right now, like, dude, you got to look, stop looking suspicious all the time. <laughs> yeah, that shadows over Camelot. But even like us talking about our experiences, why I like that game so much. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. It's a fun game. Not bad at all. That could be my favorite Bruno Cathala. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I'm not a huge Bruno Cathala fan, but anyway, I because none of his games made my top fifty. Okay. I ain't being a hater though. He makes good games. Anywho, another game that actually Dean that we got to play for the first time at Tennessee Game Days is on my list at number thirty-two as well. It's rated eighty-eight overall by Daniele Tacchini. 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 Yeah, as soon as I said that, I knew that that was probably wrong, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but uh, it is Teoti Walken. Teoti Walken. That's how. Some, that's it. I, I don't know if I said that right. But. I I've, I've I've listened to pronunciations, and I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna say that I'm right on that one. No, <laughs> I never am. Not whenever it comes to pronouncing something between. No me one can and correct us right now. So. But we know City of Gods is a second part to that. Yep. Uh, Teoti Walken is so. There's a a lot going on. It's not too complex. I don't think it's overly com uh, it's it's not it's not light. But there's a lot going on with like you have all these dice and depending on what number they're on you can go to certain spots and if you have a lot of people playing you all have dice going around the board and do you want to go to the spot with their dice? Do you not want to go to the spot with their dice? Do you want to go to the spot by your own? There's a lot of thinky decisions is what I mean when I guess by a lot going on. A lot of thinky decisions that are being made over the course of the game and it's one that I have only played a a handful of times. I'd like really like to own this game. So if anyone has this and wants to send it over uh, to Johnny Meepletown, I would <laughs> I'd be happy with that. No, I, I want to play this game more. But I really enjoyed my plays whenever I did play it. Thirty two Teoti Walken. Not for or me. Teoti Wakan, whatever someone wants to say. <laughs> I'm sticking with Teoti Walken. Uh, yeah, not for me. But I, I get why people like this game so much. It's just uh, didn't do it for me. So you will not see that higher up on my list. <laughs> what you will see on my list is a game very similar to Shadows Over Camelot. For those of you yelling at your radio saying, why is Shadows on there and not Dead of Winter so far? It's because Dead of Winter is my number 31 Oh, wow. Game. Back to back, huh? I love Dead of Winter for the same reasons that I like Shadows Over Camelot. Uh, different theme. The mechanics are different, but it's the same idea is that you, uh, what you're trying to do is pretty much complete the mission that it gives you in the game and you all are you're all kind of 
um, held up in this in this colony and you have zombies that are trying to get into your colony but you also have to go out to these locations because you have to find different uh, you know weapons or you have to find food you have to find all these different things that you need to survive but also to complete this task on top of that you all have your individual task which makes it that much more difficult because you are you know, you, you might be helping everybody out, but you're also thinking, okay, I kind of have to help myself out. You also might be a traitor, so you have that fear element in the game. A lot of fun. The theme is just oozing all out of this game. This is another Jonathan Gilmore game, also by Isaac Vega. The amazing art by David Richards, uh, Fernando Suarez, and Peter Woken. And this is by Plat Hat Games. I really, really love this game. Sweet. Well, there you go. I have not played it, and I would like to play it. But I want to retract a statement about um, Bruno Cathala that I mentioned earlier. Um, Seven Wonders Duel, because he helped to do that, would be my favorite Bruno Cathala game, and followed by Five Tribes. Ah, gotcha. So, anywho. I just wanted to clarify that, because I think that all of Meepletown was hanging by the radio, waiting for a statement, for a new statement. From, <laughs> it's a lot of games to keep up with. So it is. It's hard to... Those are two really good games. Yeah. Yeah, two games that... Uh, the only reason, by the way, speaking of what he mentioned earlier, that Seven Wonders Duel didn't make it probably is because I wanted to group that together with Seven Wonders and I failed to mention that. They're both very good games. All right, my number 31. So that was your last one for this episode, that right? That was it. Yep, that's all for right now. Mm, my, my number 31 is one of my favorite two-player-only games of all time. It is uh, Andreas Steiger, Steiger, whatever. I don't mean it like that, whatever. I just forgive me because I'm not great at pronouncing names. Um, Targi. Ah, uh, yeah. What a game. Yep. What a game. You are lining up your meeples or your little Targis or whatever they're called and <clears throat> on this grid of cards. And depending on how you line them up, you're doing kind of a crosshair match of where this line intersects with another line. You're able to get that card, which may have goods. It may have a tribe that you can play into your tableau if you spend money for the goods. It is just such a fulfilling game for an hour-long two-player game for me. I love the decisions that you have to make. That's a key thing for me is in games is I like games that just leave you with these decisions that you're like, ah, what do I want to do? Especially ones that, that, that may say, you may say, what do I want to do? But I don't have to sit there and think about it for the next hour and a half. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's just this decision. Do I do this or do that? And you kind of have to wrestle with it for a minute. Love it. It's so, it's a smooth game, fun game. Targi's great. Yeah, I quite enjoy Targi as well. I would say for me, I need to get more plays of this to, to really move up on the list for me, but I've, I, my plays have been enjoyable. There you go. All right. Well, hey, one thing that I wanted to point out as we're kind of working through our top 50 next episode, we're going to be doing our, uh, 30 through, uh, 30 through 11. And then we're going to do our top 10 after that. But one thing I want to point out is if you want to, uh, post your top 50 or even like your 50 through 31 on our guild, that would be really That'd be cool. awesome. Cause I would love to see, uh, what everyone else, you know, where everyone else aligns with us or if they do at all. And we will talk about that, actually. That's we would exactly, love to talk about that. That's exactly right. So anyway, just wanted to give a plug for our guild of 3407 there. But also, if you are thinking, how in the world did you you know, rate the, uh, rank these and, and put them in that order? For both of us, oh, yeah. pubmeeple.com is a great starting place for this. Uh, what they do is that you it, you put your collection in there, and it does it automatically. Automatically, if you have your collection in Board Game Geek, yep, it will upload it on there, and then it, you can just basically swipe or pick one out of two. It just duels two games against each other over and over and over again. I mean, really, it takes a long time. It it's ve- it was very helpful, but it's so helpful, and I think it's such a great resource. So anyway, check out PubMeeple.com if you have any interest in in trying to figure out what your top games are. And also, one thing that's interesting it's it's kind of easy to sit back sometimes and poo on people's list until you've made your own. I don't think I realized how difficult it can be to come up with the top list. Yeah, and. It, it, it can be just, just the the thoughts that go in, the this game pitted against this game. Well, I like this for this reason. I like that for that reason. Oh, I've got to leave that one out. It's it's not an easy thing to do. No. No, it is not. So and, try it. <laughs> and, you know, it might change. If I do this in a month, honestly, even if I don't add a game on here, yeah. the numbers on this could shift or, you know, something could get bumped out of something that I just am in the mood to play more of. So. I agree with that. All right. But anyway, that is it. John, why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with us? 
All right, so besides Board Game Geek Guild 347, we're on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. That's at Meeple Town Games. We are also doing this same list for YouTube. So if you want to watch it or share it with folks and let them see it, um, our YouTube channel is at Meeple Town. Uh, is Meeple Town. So just look up Meeple Town on YouTube. And I think that's it because I usually end with 347, but I've already said that. I already stole it. All right, so that is going to do it for episode number 20. Thanks for coming down to Meeple Town. Yeah.